Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Armchair Expert and I'm Dak Shepard. With me as always is Monica... No, I'm just kidding. I just really like that podcast. I wanted to see <laughs> confuse uh, our Hello, listeners. Hello, I'm Monica. <laughs> Uh, this is, I am Jesse Harley. This is Reese Waters. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. Hi. Hi. How you doing, Reese? I'm, I'm, I'm average to uh, above average. Have you ever, have you ever heard of, uh, of Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert? Yeah, I've never listened to it. I've seen, seen it. It's a good, it's actually a really good show. Yeah. You should check it out. It's, um, uh, it's well done. What's the one I'm listening to? Um, oh, Knowledge Fight. I can't recommend Knowledge Fight. Enough. Knowledge Fight. So you know um, Infowars, Alex Jones, the conspiracy theorist? Oh, I mean, I know of it. I've never so really... they forensically dissect everything he says to show how <gasps> everything is completely made up. That's and, amazing. And how... Kind of like Penn and Teller's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they'll, okay. they'll get clips and they'll talk about it. It's really fascinating. And um, they, they link him to Joe Rogan because he has Joe Rogan as, as a guest all the time. And they're like, Joe Rogan, are you re-promoting this stuff? And he says stuff like, you know... Um, 
that there's alien DNA in the in the COVID vaccines and all this kind of stuff. But they Alex it, Jones is saying shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So oh there's two God, really man. two really good Dan and Jordan the hosts are just really funny comedians. But the one of them is kind of like dissecting each bit and doing the research. And it's really it's really fun. Wow. If you want to hear really smart, funny people just make fun of QAnon and all the crazy COVID conspiracies, it's a nice kind of fun thing. They they basically disarm it with really good information. It's great. That's nice. I like I like promoting other podcasts on podcasts that like you genuinely like. We just promoted two podcasts that are way bigger than I was. Maybe yeah, we, we should we... promote shows <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that it, we can help. If you if you have a podcast and you're one of our listeners uh, and you think your podcast is good enough to share, I mean, stay if it's away so- from Canadian politics. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking yeah, if you want us to promote your show and you're not racist, we'll do it. Well, I mean, maybe we might get flooded. <laughs> like, all right, for the next 45 minutes, they'll just be listing off podcast names. No, send it to us. Canadian politics is boring at gmail.com and we'll give it a listen. And uh, if it's not, yeah, if it's not race, that's our only, that's Reese's only, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Your only requirement for promoting a podcast is it can't be racist. That's yeah. it. It's yeah, it could yeah. be it could be uh, hor- horribly derogatory. It could be satanic in nature. Oh, but as long as it's not racist, well, it's not mean. Just don't be mean. <laughs> just don't, don't be mean to people needlessly. <laughs> so anyway, um, do you remember the episode? We're just jumping right in. Really, long, not even like really, how are you, Jesse? What I'm have good. you been up to? I'm Reese. No, I'm you good. don't. You don't give a shit. It's fine. You don't care at all. I feel like our friendship is just kind of like slowly. Are we friends? Like a. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize. <laughs> okay, that sums it up right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, I, 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 a friend of the show, mm. remember the episode we did a long time ago, a long, long time ago, maybe like 100 episodes or more ago. Mackenzie, How many Mackenzie King. That's Mackenzie King was like our second or third episode. So, yeah, like literally, what well, would be 139 episodes ago? Have we done that many episodes? That's Maybe amazing. more. 140 episodes ago, something like That's that. That's amazing. So Mackenzie King, remember him? Of course. I love that if episode. It was incredible. I've been saying for like as long as we've been doing the show that we need to do more on Mackenzie King because it's just we just briefly touched on some insanity. Why do you think we're talking about it? Are we doing a is this an update? Well, like an, no, no, an update. It's I mean, not an update. He's, like, he's, he's, he's been for dead for a while. Yeah, like 70 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, re- I recommend update. He's still dead. Um, uh, <laughs> just been dead for longer. Um, now the uh, I recommend you go back to that episode uh, because we talk about his secret uh, obsession with the afterlife. Um, but oh no, this is. Do you know what happened? I've been- it's such a good episode. Like honest to god, if you, I mean, our, our, our early episodes are of course rusty as is anything when you first start them off. But that episode is really worth a listen. <laughs> but and for this episode, I I, I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and find some more stuff out about him. And the more I found out about him, the more I kind of felt bad for him. Well, he's insane. Clearly. No, 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 no. He was he was really lonely. Oh, oh. So, well, he had his mom possessed into his dog. I mean, like that's <laughs> yeah. But there's only so much company you can get from a a mom a dog obsessed dog. Pos- a dog yeah. possessed with the soul of your your dead mother. <laughs> Can't exactly play Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, think Guagashnibufer is a word there. I'm pretty sure. Uh, pretty sure you could train a dog to play Kaplunk, but. I want to play Scrabble with a dog now and let it win. <laughs> All right, so, so this is what is the title of this episode, Reese? <clears throat> uh, digging up Mackenzie King. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, 
was really good. Uh, <laughs> so I've got. <laughs> Oh my god! So, uh, <laughs> I, I found some audio clips that I'm just going to scrub through and share with you because um, it, it was it was a thing where you just I'll, I'll show you the conclusion I came to about I kind of felt bad for him. This is a CBC uh, eulogy of him when he died, um, which is kind of sad. All right. On Saturday night, the former Prime Minister of Canada, William Lyon Mackenzie King, died at his summer home outside Ottawa. Blair Fraser, Ottawa editor of Maclean's Magazine. Tells of Mr. King as he was known by the reporters of the Parliamentary Press Gallery. One thing in today's papers may have puzzled readers a bit. Ottawa reporters have been telling everybody for years what a recluse Mr. King was, how hard it was to get to see him, how seldom he met the press. And today, every paper that I've seen is full of personal recollections of him, reminiscences of private and even intimate conversations. Well, both reports are honest. The contradiction is more apparent than real. It was hard to see Mr. King. You couldn't manage it casually. He never did what Mr. Sanoran did at lunchtime today, wander into the Rideau Club all by himself and sit down at the nearest table. You saw Mr. King by appointment, and rarely. But you did see him, if you wanted to, and had a purpose in it. Except for his old friend, Senator Charlie Bishop, Mr. King had no intimates among reporters here, but he would on occasion give a reporter a private interview. We've all had them at one time or another. And in those off-the-record interviews, he'd talk with amazing frankness. Maybe that was why the interviews themselves were so memorable. We were so used to his hansard style, the ponderous prose, the elaborate networks of qualification and reservation. Well, in private, he'd say the same thing in substance, but he'd say it briefly and sharply and very often wittily. The other thing that made him memorable was personal charm. In public, he was cold, remote, a little inhuman, but face-to-face, -face, he could make you feel that you were the one person in Canada he really wanted to see, that any remarks he made were for your ears only. You came away remembering a firm handshake, a warm smile, a remarkably clear, alert eye, and a tremendous impression of vigor, both physical and intellectual. In Ottawa today, there are not many mourners in the deep and true sense. Most of Mr. King's immediate family and many of his dearest friends are already dead. But the secondary mourners are legion. Not merely dozens, but hundreds in this city feel this is in some degree a personal loss. That they had some personal bond, something akin to friendship, with the greatest Canadian of his time. So it's kind of sad. He didn't really have any friends or family like were that close to him. This is just reporters who'd interviewed him going, Oh yeah, we interviewed I interviewed him once. That's really sad, actually. I was kinda hoping this would be like another crazy episode on McKenzie no, no, King, but this is just gonna be really like saddening and sobering. Oh man. Okay. No, no, the, the, but let's, also, let's talk about how lonely a prime minister who died was soon afterwards. Like he had no <laughs> friends or family. <laughs> Welcome to our comedy show. There's no, no, a little but, ASMR for you. There we go. No, but the thing is, is that I can't. Oh, oh, he, just, he just tipped water all down his lap on my on my pants. There we go. Um, so uh, I, I just thought I was like trying to dig into it. And I was just like, oh, I wanted to find things to make. I was originally I was trying to find more information about the rumor that he used to spend a lot of time with prostitutes because I thought oh, that would be a wacky episode. Right. But then I just felt bad for him. 
Because he's lonely. Because he died lonely it. and all this, and he didn't have many f- close friends. And like he, he, he spent more time talking to the dead than he did to. Please tell me you have more information than I just do. this. I some, because some... like this is really sad. <laughs> no, no, I've got, I've got more clips. I've got more clips. So this is from a a show, and they, it's a like a panel show thing that in Canada, and they're interviewing a man who has uh, just written books about, uh, written a book about Mackenzie King based on his diaries. Is, he, typical. Hold on, is Mackenzie King in this? No, no, this is someone who wrote about Mackenzie King. After he dead? After, after he died. After, this he is, di- after he dead. After, <laughs> after he dead, this is in 1978. Mr. Jackson, I remember you from your days at the Journal when I was working at The Citizen, and I'm sure that you met King very many times. Well, I didn't know him all that well. He was less than a friend and a little more than an acquaintance. I knew him from all his year, all my years in the press gallery from 1940 on to the day of his death, and as a neighbor who lived about a block and a half away. And what did you think of him as a man? I'm not thinking of the political figure because there have been so many political analyses done of him, but as a person. Well, he was a great contradiction, I think. Uh... He's got a smirk on his face. Uh, I quarrel with the idea of there being a dark side to the man. I think he had a, a private life to live, just like Pierre Trudeau, who makes such a big thing of his private life. I think any public man is under such tremendous pressure. He has to find some refuge, and that's privacy. Did you find him a man of any charm? I'm asking that for a particular reason. Yes, I was a guest in his home uh, uh, one Christmas afternoon. I found him. A very hospitable host. So he's kind of like alluding to a dark side and like talking about, oh, well, he's, he's entitled to have his private life as if he kind of knows about her. I'm really curious what she wanted to follow up with. Was, well, well, carry on now. But I just thought, I just wanted to stop it and say, oh, I wouldn't say he had a dark side. He was entitled to his private life. I felt there was some kind of, I, I don't know. Or these are like cult members that are trying no. to protect him <laughs> no, no, no. and his, but his like, identity was and reputation. There was a big there was some there was some rumors as well that that um that he was gay too. Okay. Obviously at this time it was illegal. It was illegal? It was illegal to be gay in most Western countries in like the nineteen forties and everything. And well was, this is the set oh wait. Hold this on. is nineteen seventy eight. This is talking about him after he died. Been in the f- I didn't know it was but obviously illegal. this is still Jesus. but in the seventies the you know you think he's if he's a if he knew him that well maybe he's he's he doesn't want to talk about it because he's dead and it was nobody else's business. So, hmm. And it was at a time where people might have judged Mackenzie King over it in a way that... This is a very sad episode. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm just saying, I've got a funny clip at the end. So, <laughs> Not, Nothing like a joke at the end of a funeral, man. No, no, just, no. Like, no, but just, like, just lighten the mood. You said yeah. you wanted to know more about Mackenzie King. I so did. I took I a did. deep dive in and I found some really good archive voices. Okay, you did. I... I... <laughs> I've, I'm I'm regretting it. I appreciate the effort you put in. I did. I've been asking for it for a year and a half now, yeah, yeah. and this what is more? what this is what I'm getting. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so shut up, Jesse, so, and take your vegetables. Buckle, okay, buckle up, Jesse. <laughs> Ready? There's more. Yes, I in the on the occasions that I met him, I thought he was quite a charming person. Quite in contrast to the person you saw making speeches, who seemed rather austere and cold. Mm-hmm. Did you have any inkling at all of the uh, spiritualist side of the man? Did he ever discuss anything like that? Talking to the dead. No. I can't imagine that he would have and that you wouldn't have written a story. (laughs) No, I think if, uh, you know, his ministers might have known or uh, should have known. Do you think they did? Or Ilsley or uh, McDonald or Ralston. Well, if anybody was in a position to know, they would have. But uh, there was no whisper of it. So anyway, so that was... Talking about him and the spiritualism. 
Right. So even that was like a naughty thing to talk about. Well, yeah. He's talking to the dead. He's getting advice from the dead on how to run the country. Like, Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean, they've got, a, they've got an outsider's view. They might be useful <laughs> to this too. Oh, golly, Jesse, I've got some great news. We've had a fresh delivery from the ad man. Gee whiz, Reese, really from the ad man? Smell them, they're fresh. Oh, ads. So, and, and this last this last clip I've oh got. God, it's even titled. It's called Mackenzie, Mackenzie King's Loneliness at Kingsmere. Jesus Christ! So Here we a, go. This okay. is a former former yeah. neighbor. But some of this is quite funny. Oh, I'm I'm uh, I'm cracking up, man. Yeah, no, this, this is this clip I'm going to play now. <laughs> What was your first encounter with Mr. King? Well, actually, I, I can't quite remember my very first encounter because I was a very small child. But I do remember having to sit on his knee at one point, which I didn't like much. <laughs> but, um, How old were you then? I don't know. I think I must have been about three or four. We used to come over to our cottage a great deal, especially in Sunday evenings, to sing hymns. Oh, what were your <laughs> favorite hymns? Well, the one I particularly remember was Unto the Hills Around. He used to come every Sunday night. And, uh... Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. I, at the time, got a little bored with singing hymns every Sunday night. So I remember one time I hid the hymn books. And he came over and the hymn books couldn't be found anywhere. And so I... Um, so finally then he said, oh, well, it doesn't really matter. I know them all off the heart anyway. So we <laughs> went over the brand and sang them all anyway. It's actually really kind of sweet. It's quite nice. I know. It's okay. I know all the hymns. <laughs> and then his life was a musical. His life is a musical. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mackenzie King, the musical? It's called I Know the Hymns, Mackenzie, the Mackenzie King story. <laughs> <laughs> I know them all. I know. Oh, I really. Want I know to them all. I, I really want I to. I know write them a... all. <laughs> whether big or whether this small. Keep going. I'm not, <laughs> not going to stop you on this. This is great. <laughs> I ran the country from 1935 to 1948. I was born in 1874. And I died in so that he, he wasn't prime minister, but he was the leader of the Liberal Party. So you, as you can imagine, mm. when people win, you know, you've seen the parties they have at the end of election night. So when people win things and they're like, hey, thanks, everyone. And like, I thought that was just in movies. 
or in Veep. <laughs> Veep? What's Veep? It's a TV show. Veep? It's called. It's about the vice president. It's a really funny comedy. Yeah. You should check it out. Okay. V e e p. I've heard of it. It's um yeah, it's a good show. Anyway, uh, listen. To it. So this is this is this is Mackenzie King's night, the night he won the leadership of the Liberal Party in Canada, which he then went on to win the election to become prime minister shortly after. And the night that he was made um, Liberal leader, I think it was in August. Was a, anyway, uh, I think it was. Uh, yeah, and he was. Uh, we were all sitting on the veranda, which was in the front facing the lake, and Mr. King came through from the back and. He just said quietly, you know, I can still see him sort of standing there and saying, I've just been made liberal leader, and I have nobody to share it with. It seemed rather sad, and I think that was why he missed having a family at times like that. Did he like poetry? Yes, he's very fond of poetry. In fact, he used to, we used to quite often meet at the mail. We used to have to go for the mail at the other side of the lake at that time, and quite often would meet him there and walk back and be a in the fall when it was dark, you know, moonlight, and he was quite often stop and quote poetry to me. What sort of things did he like best in poetry? Well, I think more or less romantic period. Do you remember any particular that he... Well, I always remember him saying, uh, there's a bit about a well, beautiful maiden with white fire laden whom mortals call the moon. He's very fond of that. Yes, what's that from? Well, I'm not sure. I can't remember now. <laughs> So there we go. Quoting poetry, get in the mail. This is just making him sound like a really lonely, sad, lovely man. That's all I found out about him. Yes, he spoke to the dead, but he was kind of it's kind of sad. Like, hey, I'm, I'm the liberal leader of Canada, and I've got no one to share it with. I know, I'm going to wander over to my neighbor's house and go, oh, I just won. What are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad. You told me this was going to be a funny clip like, I, just I, before you played it. I thought it was, like, oh, don't worry. This one's funny, Jesse. Well, trust I, me. The funny bit was she said, I, I had to sit on his knee and I didn't like it. I thought that was funny. It was a, just a knee slapper. Was like, <laughs> so, but anyway, so, it sounded like he was hitting on her on his neighbor reading her romantic poetry. Yeah, yeah. Even though he would have been maybe in his... Uh, Maybe in his forties uh, or fifties, and she was a lot younger. Yeah, but you know that's how it happened in, the, in those days. In those days, yeah, those days, those days, those dark days, those dark days, <laughs> dark the, days. the dark days of Mackenzie King. But um, yeah, so I, so I did look into him to try and find a cool, funny angle, and all I found was sadness, loneliness, um, poetry being quoted at small children. Was she a small child at the time? I don't know. Like, I, think no. she was, I think she was old then. Because she was like, but yeah. <laughs> poetry being quoted at, uh, at neighbors involuntarily. and Invol- Involuntarily um, quoting poetry? <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm so sorry. It just comes out. <laughs> Romantic poetry. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, yeah. I like suppose like, it's, like it's a, a really, one. really nice Tourette's. Just yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 just yeah exactly. Just spout poetry with invol. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But anyway, um, so that that's that's what I found about that. I mean, that was that took me a lot of research just to find that. That was an impressive amount of research. I'll give you that. I mean, it's not. I, mean, I will admit, like, they, no one will be laughing with tears in their eyes at this episode. Crying, if anything, crying for totally I, different reasons. Anything, I just hope people just go, ah, oh, he's a sad, lonely old man. And um, although he did speak, I'm sure to the you've dead, convinced a lot of people of that. This episode, that's although he did. I mean, did, now I'm wondering if he spoke to the dead because of how lonely he was. 
Like, and that's Maybe. just even yeah, yeah. sadder. I'll be there soon. Don't worry. Oh my yeah. God, man, Reese, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But also, man. I didn't, I didn't want to spend all my time digging into the rumors of whether he he was gay or not because it, it doesn't does it does it matter? That's not really comedy. Was, but also, but know, also, like, it's like that was his private. If he was running was the country life. by getting advice from the dead is comedy. Yeah, gold. yeah, that's that's the comedy. Whether gold. or not he's gay, I mean, no, no, like, no. and know. it was at a time where people did have to keep a secret because it would ruin their lives and their careers and they would yeah. end up in jail. So, like, it, it's irrelevant, really, but it was more just kind of finding an angle, go, well, he was a quirky prime minister, there's stuff going on, but actually he was just, yeah, after his after um, his, his, his second dog possessed by his mother died, he was... <laughs> He said to go and has. That's true, by the way. If I'm you sure. haven't heard the first episode about it, <laughs> that but, is true. But, you know, you know when you like, there's always like, uh, there might be a lonely old person that you meet in your neighborhood, and like you, you t- every time you bump into them, you end up talking to them for a long time because they're like, ah, oh, they haven't got anyone to talk to, and they just, they just, I might be the only person they speak to today. He was that eventually. Man, I'm, I'm just in a rich people place. Bummed the fuck out now, man. Like I've been, and it's my fault. I've been asking you, God love you for doing the digging, digging up Mackenzie. <laughs> I dug it like you did. And you don't like what you saw. And let's put him back, man. Let's just. <laughs> oh, my God. What a sad. But, uh, but this a call to action. If you know someone who's alone. Oh, my God. You're just going to make this the died. saddest fucking episode. No, no, no. This is, this is a positive. How can you turn this call? Just speak to them for half an hour. Just speak to them. Go and visit them. Call them. Just because, just because, you know, don't don't let them be Mackenzie King. Don't let them have to only speak to dead people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, that's I can't. <laughs> argue that's that's really sweet and nice yes do that's a good okay. call to action that's and a great... instagram <laughs> <laughs> sorry i can't say anything nice without saying something inappropriate after i just can't do it it's a problem that's a really good call to action actually that's yeah that's a, i've actually if you've got I've, a lonely neighbor then just go and talk to him i've heard that because like i used to feel really bad for um, senior citizens in old folks' homes who wouldn't get any visitors, and I thought that was everybody in old folks' homes, and and then I I found out, and and again, might, this might be completely infactual, but I'd like to believe it's true um, that it's not everyone in old folks' homes. It's a certain percentage of senior citizens in old folks' homes who don't get any visitors, and the reason is they're giant assholes. Well, they got they got to go somewhere. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think I think sometimes, like in well, most of the time in those in those um, homes, people are with people of a similar age and culture, and they've got friends and they bump into people, and those mini interactions mm. in the hallway or at meal times are way better than being sat in a chair watching TV eight hours a day. You're in your own home, but you don't necessarily have that kind of as much contact. So it can be much lonelier people being independent in some cases, which oh, is my point about. Yeah, yeah. No, about, that's good. I think you should. I think yeah. If you know someone, if you know a neighbor, go over and say hi. Bring them a bring them a, a coffee or soft drink or cookies or something or just whatever. Yeah. yeah, give them a call, shout, email. That's a great. That's a great call to action. I was. It reminds me of like yeah, just thinking of people that you normally wouldn't think about, um, and it reminds me of a poem that I read. Not read. I was told i was living in toronto um back in the mid 20 uh 2000s and uh, there was poetry night and i'd go to that and it was fun and you'd drink beer and think uh, like after a few beers that you uh, you actually thoroughly enjoyed poetry and one of the poems was about i forget what it was about but there was a line in it um and i i just remember the concept of the line because it was like 15 years ago uh, but I loved it. And it was about, um, you know, getting older and as a woman 
And one of the lines was about like, if you're walking down the street and you see an elderly woman, uh, give her a wink, right? It'll make her day sort of thing. <laughs> this is coming I, yeah. from, this is coming from an elderly poet, like yeah. telling this poetry. Like Somebody just winked at me on the street, regardless of my age, I'd be a bit freaked out. Well, you know, like as a friendly sort of like sly kind like of a comical, like, like a not wink. a not a comical, no, like a sly. Do you actually sort of say like, I go wink? Say wink <laughs> as you wink. Then it wouldn't seem as sinister. I don't know. This was fifteen years ago. Maybe the maybe the environment was different back then, where you could like wink at strangers. You could wink at strangers, right? But like, I just I like the idea of like, you know, normally people don't pay attention. Or yeah, as you get older, people pay less and less and less attention to you on the street. And just for like a young, a younger uh, person to kind of give a, a sly wink to to an elderly person as they walk by. I don't know. It was sweet when I heard it back then. Maybe the context of the poem helped a lot. Maybe I'm butchering it. <laughs> you know, like just give a give a really creepy wink to to elderly people. That's the call to action. Walk by old folks' homes and just like just stare at them and then give them those cold, hard, slow wink. A slow wink. Specifically, yeah, slow, yeah. Wink, slow <laughs> wink, an old person. That's Jesse's <laughs> Anyway, any more great advice? I'll come up with some. Don't I'm gonna come to one of those poetry <laughs> nights and just make up my own poetry. Do you want me to make I mean, up a poem off the top of my head? That's what you do. It's with easy. Poetry, poetry is, it, is easy. You clang, <laughs> clang, clang, <laughs> clang. It's windy, and you forgot to lock the gate. There we are. That's poetry. Keep going. This is that cool. was it. No, the keep going this is great. Improvising more poetry. Yeah, yeah the, the same poem. You need like stanzas. Who? Stanzas. I don't. I, I didn't do English. I, I don't. I did. I did do English. I don't know what a stanza is either. Don't worry. I'm dyslexic. You've seen. You've heard me try and clang, clang, clang. You forgot to lock the gate. And it's windy. And it's windy. There well, we go. That's, that's good. Okay. S- send us your poems. Yeah. Have you got an improvised poem about a gate? Uh, oh, oh, yep. Just specifically about uh, gates. And also, how, how's the uh, Evian Galleon going? The what? The water bottle ships we talked about. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you... I know. We talk about stuff we forget about. Totally move forget on. about yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Very short attention spans as podcasters. Send us a... Uh, so your call to action tonight is twofold. We already did it. We did two. Yeah, that's true. I was, I was it was a nice second. ending to the story. It was a really nice ending. Why are you ending. trying to add more? I was just going to say, send us a poetry. Send us your poetry about gates. But like your your call to action is way better. Just just like do like... What was it again? Say say hi to say hi to someone you haven't seen or talked well, to. Someone you think might be lonely. Just talk right. to them for tw- twenty minutes or something. Yeah, because you might be the only conversation they have that day. Do you know that there are uh, here in Halifax? There's a, a an old folks home, senior centers, senior seniors home. I don't know what seniors home uh, called Northwood, which is a lovely place, and they have uh, different tiers. I was there recently. Where are you? I was making a film. Oh, what really? Yeah, I, about Northwood. No, about some scientific research going on there. Oh, cool. Okay. It's the kind of thing I do with my time. I made a film about Northwood as well. Well, I helped make a film, I should say. I was part of a team that made it. Um, and uh, they've got different teams, different tiers, depending on how, how old you are, how independent you are, et cetera, et cetera. And one of them is uh, this, it's called Seniors for Seniors. And um, slightly younger seniors will have a list of people that they will call every day or every week, right? And just talk to you for twenty minutes, a half an hour, because yeah, that's yeah. oftentimes it's the only phone call they're going to get that entire day, or or like for several days, and it's like the highlight of the day, which is really sweet and really, really fucking sad at the same time. You know what I mean? So just kind of like, yeah, yeah. I know. think I think just more old people should get into live streaming. 
Oh my god, they totally should. It'd be amazing. No, there was that reminds me of like the the grandma who got into Skyrim, and she like that's all she. But she didn't twitch it, unfortunately. But she did. She was a gamer. She was like yeah, a yeah. grandma gamer. She'd do it. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, well, this has been a. It was a very sobering, depressing. That's, that's why I'm here. That reminded me actually my my buddy uh, my other buddy Reese, um, his father, um, who sadly did pass away. Um, not that long ago, uh, before he did, he got into Twitch streaming, um, and he was in his, uh, I believe, his seventies, and he was uh, a paraplegic, and uh, he gained this huge, huge following on Twitch, and he loved it. He loved it. He would, he would have friends over and make a night of it. He'd have dinner and he'd have wine and he'd read poetry, and I think he'd read Shakespeare quotes, uh, like or just parts of Shakespeare, or read like parts of books, and he'd have philosophical discussions with his, uh, with his audience members, and it just became this. Um, amazing way for him to connect with the outside world yeah and, and, and like he was saying like he actually quoted um like you're never alone when when you've got twitch and like i actually like captured that as a clip on twitch because i loved it so much but like it's yeah, a great just, advert for twitch so like i don't know if you were kind of half half joking or not about senior citizens no, streaming but yeah. i think that's actually like a great idea yeah. and of course he didn't know how to set it up but he had like yeah, one yeah. of his relatives come and like just set up the the Twitch stream, like all you gotta do is just hit this button and you're live, and like explain it to him and all that. Like, so that's that's actually kind of a great idea, honest to God. Yeah. Should <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Okay, this is this has been a very sobering, sad, depressing uh, well, episode. To stop asking for things that you want. I <laughs> no more Mackenzie King. <laughs> cool. Leave leave Mackenzie King in the ground. Oh God. Good okay. night, everyone. Good night. Thank you. Don't forget, go talk to someone. That's it. Bye. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. 
Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 